Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. Welcome to a news-only edition of the Disneyland Paris show. I'm your host, Miss Lucy Rain. I'm Chris Fletcher. And I'm Hugh Rain. And now, Disneyland Paris News. Characters have been seen meeting in front of Main Street Station over February half-term. The off-season construction continues, with parts of Fantasyland and the back of Frontierland walled off for repaving, and some facades on Main Street are under scrim. A safety rail is in the process of being installed at the base of the steps in front of Hotel New York, Art of Marvel, on the shores of Lake Disney. Details of the Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast refurbishment have been released and include a show-building waterproofing, a new marquee design, switch to LED lighting, complete repainting inside and new targets. Planned reopening is August the 1st. The loading area for the tram tour has now been completely removed to make way for the avenue, which will lead to the new lake. Bob Iger has been announced he is stepping down as CEO of the Disney Company, effective immediately. He has been replaced by Bob Chapek. <laughs> you, you, sound, you sounded like Moira Stewart. Yeah, I think I was, that's, that's the kind of vibe I was going for, it's an beautiful. 80s, 80s newsreader. It wasn't specifically Moira Stewart, but I was channeling that type of thing. <laughs> We're all trying to find our newsreader voice, this gets aren't more we? more stupid every we, time we, we do We it. got the giggles because um, I put a slight pause in bit before facades <laughs> because uh, I'd said off air that I wasn't sure. I was like, is it facades? Is it facades? Fac- yeah, is it facades? <laughs> so facades. Yeah, so I had a bit of a, yeah, a wobble there. Okay, <laughs> let, let's take a little wander through this info, shall we? Shall we? we? <laughs> Must say, I really like this. Mm. It was there's pictures of Daisy meeting in front of the station. That's before you go through the next set of archways after the turnstiles. Mm. So I think if it's your first trip to Disney, that's really exciting. You get straight through the turnstiles and you see character meets and it's all happening. It's usually quite clear there as well, isn't it? So it's quite. I mean, obviously, when people are going through, it isn't, but it's it's quite a nice little courtyard as well. Yeah, it's quite nice. I wonder what time of day it is because I imagine that you'd get to sort of two o'clock and there's not as much foot traffic, you know, as earlier in the day. Um, But yeah, it's it's a use of that area that's previously unused. I like it a lot. Thumbs up. Yeah, from me. Yeah, me too. You're both looking at me. <laughs> I'm yes. just watching you stroke your candle, here. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly. Got a new candle. It's a paradise one. <laughs> paradise flavour. Wow. Um, so the next one, construction. Off-season construction. Paving has to happen. Yeah, it does. And this is worth noting if you're booking holidays, it is cheaper off-season. And everyone knows about the weather, but I think what people don't, they think it's cheap because of the weather. But what they don't realise is that there are less things open and this is when they do the big construction projects. Fewer. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. There are fewer things open. (laughs) I don't want to give the impression that there's nothing open. There's fewer things. There's there's usually just a couple of rides having a renovation and some construction walls up. But unfortunately, paving on the floor is one of the most disruptive because it's large areas for very little. And it's not that much. It's not fun, is it, once it's finished? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's slightly different. Yeah, you're not yeah. waiting for a but new But at least ride. you're not tripping over it and, like, 
breaking your neck or losing teeth and stuff. Yeah, that's always a bonus. It has to be done. It has to be considered. Mm. It has to be done. And we're just really grateful for having Disneyland Paris do this regular upkeep in our beautiful, beautiful park. And speaking of falling over and breaking teeth and stuff, safety rail, eh? Yeah. Now, the reason is... Yeah. What? So, the news is there's a safety rail being put in front of a hotel. And Hugh's question before we went on air is... What's the significance of this? There you go. Is this news? Yeah. Well, there's never been one there before. Do you two know where I mean at the bottom of those steps? Oh, where the bike yeah, yeah, yeah. wide yeah. steps. There's never been one there before. I don't think there's been accidents or anything. I think the now significance there definitely won't is... Be. It's an accident waiting to happen is what it is. Well, they've... They've twice recently trialled these events on Lake Disney. The mm. most recent one Hugh and I were there for. If you go to our February full edition, you'll hear our um, trip report of when we went to see the Frozen celebration over Lake Disney. And you can watch it on, on your vlog as well. You can watch it on our vlog also. And you can see a little bit of uh, on my holiday video. Oh, right? shut up about your holiday oh. videos, Hugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think the significance here is it appears that there's... Those were tests, and yeah. the, there's more intention of doing a lot more events at Lake Disney, mm-hmm. and also maybe pulling back. I mean, they haven't really done it in years, but all the pedalos and stuff that they had early on. So if those steps were kind of a loading area for stuff like that, so if they're putting safety rails there instead, it says to me it's meant to be more of a viewing area. So I think that's why people have been quite interested in this. Ah, so it's not to stop you from falling over and breaking your teeth. There you go. I always walked past it though and thought, well, that's not safe. I wouldn't be happy with Bonnie sort of going and playing on those steps, would you? No, not not particularly, no. So there you go. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it's having stuff done. Hey, hey. nice mm. to see the LED lighting going in. That had a massive impact on energy on Autopia last year. So It did, and it's and really there's, high. There's a lot of lights in there, isn't there, if mm. you think about it. So that's good. New targets. Yeah. Oh, so all these like cheat videos you can watch are, are going to be no more. That's and not... I've been studying up to beat you so hard, Yeah, Huey. you might be able to hit some of these oh, if, no. if they're bigger. It didn't say bigger targets. It said well, new if, ones. The, if they're bigger. Maybe they'll be hidden, new hidden targets with obscenely large scores for them. The boring bit of this, the show building um, waterproofing... It's these. There's been images of buckets on the floor in the queuing area because the roof is leaking. And uh, pe- you know, in the past couple of years, really, and people have been like, "This is disgusting." This right up the looking over park. These buckets are even themed. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> the reason is it's a massive job, and they've had to shut the ride for. And, six and now the people who are complaining it. about the buckets exactly. are now going. Oh, my favorite ride's been shut. Exactly. Why can't they just use buckets? It's you know these are big jobs and Disney needs money and time to do them and thank goodness they're doing them again. I'm going to say thank you DLP for looking after our beautiful park. That's the kind of thing you hear some Brit in a queue, some dad going, oh, "You think we'll spend this much money on building something? They'd at least make the roof, the roof waterproof." <laughs> oh, yeah. well done, mate. Yeah. Oh, why didn't they ask you in '92? Spend all this money bringing my family on holiday and look, I'm having to step over a yellow bucket. Well, it's no good. But 1st of August is a good date for reopening. That's that's not quite as long as I maybe thought it was going to be. No, and that wasn't previously announced either. Mm. So that's, I was worried it was going to be... Brand new information. Yeah. Indefinite things that goes mm. on forever. Yeah. And Hugh. Oh, nah, I'm excited about this. Any Anything where the tram tar gets destroyed makes me happy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> they've now completely removed 
the uh, the loading area to make way for the new avenue, which I, will I, lead to the new lake. I heard Jeremy Irons might have been there while it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Double whammy. It is weird, though, because that also means there's no Hollywood sign at the end of Hollywood Boulevard anymore. Yeah. That's the one good thing about that is it, it genuinely, like, because you uh, just in the corner of your eye, it created an impression of real depth and, like, yeah, like the were yeah. Hollywood Hills. False perspective, yeah. And if that's going, that's a shame, actually. Oh, yeah, but imagine walking out of Studio One and seeing the North Mountain. Yeah. Across a beautiful lake. I want you to take me up the North Mountain. That's my favourite line from Frozen. Mine too. <laughs> and then she says, right now. <gasps> God, she's key. She's a lady who knows what she wants. She knows what she wants. I'm just going to add in here, because we, we are going to do more of these regular news uh, shows. I'm going to talk about that at the end. But we are standing on the shoulders of giants with this news information because none of us are on the ground at Disneyland Paris and we re- um, rely a lot on brilliant, brilliant reporters of the likes of ED92 and DLP Report and pixiedust.be and things. So I just want to give a big shout out to them because that's where we get our news that we can give it to you over this podcast. So word up, guys. And if you want to follow any of those people, I highly recommend you do. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're all really good news sources and they have daily photographs that give you your, your Disney fix. So fabulous news. Now then, we really didn't have to look very far for this next piece of news. It has been a big, big deal in the Disney news world. And that is... Bob Iger has announced he's stepping down as CEO of the Disney company, (gasps) effective immediately. What? Mm. I knew that. Now, this wasn't much of a shock because he said he wasn't going to renew his contract when it was up and he extended it by six months. So we knew it was very much borrowed time. I think what sent everyone's knickers into a twist was... The effective immediately bit and the replacement of Bob Chapek. If we just talk about the effective immediately bit, people have been... There's, beyond Disney, there's been this big kind of conspiracy theory. In American uh, Fortune 500 companies, there's been 285 uh, CEOs and top board members step down in January. Mm-hmm. And... The thinking is everyone can see a recession on the hills and his jumping ship. And the coronavirus has caused massive dips in stocks and stuff. You're bumming me out right now. I know. (laughs) It is a bit. It's like one of your history lessons when we did the other podcast. I know, I know. Um, But that's kind of a bit of a conspiracy there. Uh The other less exciting conspiracy is... Obviously, like I say, it's no secret that Bob Iger was going to step down. And so they're working out his replacements and there's loads of deals going on behind the scenes, loads of meetings and job interviews and such like. They decided on a replacement and they just thought, well, why not now? The timing's perfect. Disney Plus has found its legs. Um, he, He opened Shanghai. He bought out Fox Everything has been really kind of wrapped up in a neat little bow. And I think it was just a case of, well, why stay longer? He also said he really wanted to spend the remainder of his time with the Disney company working on creative projects, uh, not running the company day to day. 
And that was his main reason for stepping out. Mm. I've got the eye of Bob Iger. Da, How da, long da, have you da, been dying da, to do da, that? About a minute. Oh, bless you. <laughs> bless you, Cotton Socks. So he's he's staying on as executive chairman till 2021. So there's going to be a long, a long handover of power. I've talked a lot. What do you two think about this? Do you know what? <laughs> this yeah. isn't very helpful. But uh, when I heard the news... I didn't think much of it at all. I, really? I did kind of think, oh, what's this uh, effective immediately business all about? But that was as far as it, you know, it doesn't doesn't really bother me. Because he's been a he's been a huge huge uh, game changer for the Disney company in in his his term it's in office. It's strange that he's he's done all these deals and then he's left. He's set everything up, hasn't he? Yeah. He's Disney Plus, Fox. He rebought Pixar. He did the deal for both Marvel and Star Wars. Wars. And both of those are at the end of their current phases, if you think about Mm -hmm. it. I know he's not um, a movie creative, but... He's like, I've done all this now. Bob, out. He's like, yeah, everyone said to him, what happens next? And he went, I don't know. Well, I mean... (laughs) Let someone else do it. At the end of the day, if he was going to start another massive acquisition, he wouldn't get to see, see it through, would he? He's already said he wasn't renewing his yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and these take long, 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 long times. Yeah, they do, yeah. Um, now, Bob Chapek, this was put brilliantly by um, Grace. What's her name beyond the trailer? Hmm. I can't remember. Hugh's going to look it up. But uh, another YouTuber that we like to watch, she put it brilliantly when she said, Bob Chapek to Disney Park fans is the same as Catherine Kennedy is to Star Wars fans. Ah, in that, I mean, there's been great things achieved in Star Wars and lots of money made and, and uh, projects completed and stuff. But the true fans are not fans of Bob Chapek. He's done a lot of nic- nickel and diming in the American parks, stuff yeah. like charging for parking oh, at the hotels, him? stuff like that, yeah. Um, Greedy. He's putting loads of IPs in where there used to be you know, traditional standalone rides and he's made big cuts in entertainment and his argument was the cast members are entertainers themselves. Well, pay them more and make them equity members then, do you know? And just loads of things like this. He's been very unpopular. He's also responsible for the sacking of our beloved Catherine Powell as this is a uh, Disneyland Paris. Yeah, Grace Randolph. Grace Randolph. And she sort of talks like this. She's one of my faves. I'd oh, highly no. Recommend, yeah, highly recommend her. She's a really good movie reviewer. Anyway. Interesting. Um, <laughs> but he, he's very uh, he's very corporate speak. I saw the interview with mm-hmm. him and uh, Bob, Bob Iger was just sat next to him quietly. And he was, uh, the things he was saying were so like pre-prepared. You know, like, any, any issue they bring up, he just sidestep it with, with a bit of spiel. I don't like that. I like my CEOs to be real. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think he's a bottom line guy. Corporate speak. Yeah. I think shareholders will be delighted with him. And I can well imagine that this trend of doing sequels and remakes that aren't really rolling the dice, that are just betting on your existing audience, I can really see that kind of thing continuing under his, um, his management. Yeah. Yay. He's also... Who's going to replace... What matters here, because we are on a Disneyland Paris 
podcast is who's going to replace him as head of parks yeah. because the natural successor would have been our beloved Catherine Powell who was ousted really unfairly in my view because of the Galaxy's Edge thing when she'd only mm. been in the role for six months and I almost feel now if they knew then that this was the natural line of succession that almost feels deliberate so watch this space I think it's time for, you know, someone familiar to everybody who's been around for a long time. I think Pluto should step up. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I, th- I think he's got some ideas. Good shout. Yeah. Can't talk, be. though. No, but I think he'd find a way around it. <laughs> Honestly, I think he would. <laughs> he's got ways of communicating. Yeah. Oh, maybe Mickey could be his translator. That might work, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> What's that, Pluto? <laughs> Charge more for the Mickey bars? Okay. <laughs> we'll play them dry. <laughs> Exactly. Mm. I can imagine that being a real conversation. (laughs) (laughs) There we are. Mm. I was going to say, the the only other thing that I knew of was that that Disneyland Paris um, released a statement about coronavirus. I just wondered whether you want me to read it out. Yes, that was the other thing we were going to talk about. I mean, there's not a lot to say, really. It's the same spiel that most people are uh, putting out at the moment. And it goes a bit like this. Disneyland Paris is open and welcomes its visitors as usual. We're following the development of the situation in close collaboration with health authorities, whose recommendations we follow. Disneyland Paris applies exemplary sanitation procedures as well as high hygiene and cleanliness standards. You can check our park opening hours via a link. (laughs) Have a great day. I'm starting to get nervous because we're going in May. Mm. You know. That's Disney World in May. Mm. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. Yeah, we're going on holiday beginning of April, so I'm a bit nervous too. Mm. Tokyo's shut. Tokyo Mm. is shut. All of Tokyo. Mm. Is it? Yeah. But I think the message is don't change your plans. Use hand sanitizer. Yeah. France are um, cancelling events of... 5,000 people or more. Really? Uh, yeah, the marathon, the Paris marathon has been cancelled. 55,000 entrants, I think. Wow. Would this be classed, would, would the park be classed as a 5,000 or more place? Oh, like mm. just ga- any. Just gatherings. Any event, really? I think. I, don't, <gasps> I, I, could, I, I only saw that headline, I didn't read into it, so. I, I can't imagine that they could stop it at like... That's like saying, you know, we're only going to let 5,000 people into the centre of Paris. Yeah, I suppose it's not It's not like they're all still in one place, is it? No. Yeah. Mm. Don't know, though. Interesting. Right. We are testing out this new format of show. We want to do... We've always done um, a little news segment at the beginning of our monthly show, and then we have a discussion, and we have top tips and mm. things like that. But we decided we're getting a little behind the news and we just love talking about Disneyland Paris. So we thought that we would also do, in the three weeks in between, these little mini news shows where we just cover the headlines. Itty bitty news. Itty bitty news show. Cover the headlines, talk about them a bit, and that's it. So just a shorter news show every week. So first of all, keep checking it out. But B, if you've any feedback on that, anything you want to hear, don't want to hear, you think monthly is enough or you want us to go into more detail just let us know your thoughts it's your show it's your show yeah. <laughs> it isn't <laughs> it's your show I'm nervous now what if there's just uh, one that says yeah yeah it's fine but no more rubbish impressions please that is a possibility it what might have come we, from me that one like about 11 of those and I'd be like oh maybe, maybe I should stop doing it 
<laughs> oh no I like your impressions Huey and I'm not who Matt is there you are I, I, I think they're alright <laughs> so that's it for today just do the quick plugs we have Disneyland Paris vlogs on YouTube 37 Disney Street where you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram 37 Disney Street everywhere basically yeah. anything to add guys not really Fantastic. Right, we will see you for another mini news podcast next week. Bye now. Laters. Bonsoir, children.